If you missed last episode, ideally it would be best for you to check it out. It's a quick one, only about seven minutes. Episode 66, Evil Exists, Senseless Violence. It lays the foundation for this upcoming episode. In this one, pay attention to the word focus. You'll hear that mentioned several times. Focusing on love and positivity and doing the right thing. What you're about to hear is a story of survival. Mind. Body. Spirit. The martial arts are a way of life. Attack life, not others, is an insight into that life with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. We have on the show today a good friend of mine, a brother, Eddie Urconis, father of Eddie, who we lost years ago. Um, how many years is it, Eddie? 25, 30? Well, it's 1995. What it's year are we 24 now? years. So 24 years. Yeah. Um, you are a... A very strong individual. You were an inspiration for all of us, and that's why I asked you to come back all these years later because the breakathon stopped after 15 years, and it's been a, a good 10 years or so since we've done a breakathon. We've always talked about doing something else, and then all of a sudden this hit me, and I thought maybe this is a good thing. We are doing what we always said we would do, which is keeping Eddie's name alive, and you were able to take a, a terrible loss and somehow take the positive instead of the negative road. You are a veteran, you work for law enforcement, you're a father to your beautiful daughter, and you are a brother to me. So take it from there. I mean, and Steve, you're here too with us to talk a little bit about how this whole thing has created an environment of, of strength, of love, of courage that has really defined Hoover Karate Academy and who we are. Whether you realize it or not, Eddie, I mean, you're an inspiration to me, you're an inspiration to others. You, you suffered... It, it was a nightmare. It was it was the worst tragedy you could imagine. Yet you um, you continue to forge forward. You give to others. You're always there. Well, I, quite I, simply, I, how do you do that? I could, I could have never done it without guys like Tim. You know, from the from the day that Eddie was gunned down, I remember I called you. It was a Sunday evening, and. Uh, I called Tim and uh, I told him what had happened and he came right over to Lehigh Valley Cedar Crest and uh, to the hospital to the hospital and hung out there with me and then uh, the trooper at the time I was an examiner with PSP there and he came over and we sat in the car and went over everything that was pretty much it. And I think back then, you know, when you look at it, we didn't know what to do. I mean, you and I, we just all hugged each other. And like you mentioned to me coming over in, in the car about how law enforcement has a brotherhood, but so does the martial arts. And you are a martial artist as it, well. It absolutely does. You know, from from day one, to back up a little bit, when Eddie had was diagnosed with Hodgkin's, Tim came up with a thing where to do a, a breakathon. Mm. and also uh, a head shaving. We all got together and uh, we shaved our heads. Well, you could see, not mine's <laughs> bare now anyway. It's bald. Uh, it worked. It, it worked. It, it, uh, the diagnosis, he had a, a stage two of Hodgkin's, and they said that within uh, six months he should be clear. Well, it only took like three months of treatments, and I, I believe that part of that was because of the attitude from Hoover Karate Academy, from where he trained 
pretty much I took him over there the first time. He was uh, probably about six six years old. Yeah, you know, yeah. and uh, even through the the Hodgkins, he trained. He did. Uh, I remember. Did. Oh, I could remember coming back after a, a long treatment, a four hour treatment at Hershey, and uh, Hooch. We brought Hooch with us, the the boxer, his uh, boxer puppy. And uh, we came into the school. I mean, he was, it, it's rough, a four-hour treatment of, of uh, chemo, you know. For anyone for, at any age, but he was any, 15. Anyone at any age. You know, he was 15 years old. And uh, Tim was on a dojo floor with uh, a class working on spinning hook kicks. Mm -hmm. Tim says, he says, hey, he says, uh, Eddie, get in here. Show these guys how to do these spinning hook kicks. And they're holding focus mitts. And after four hours of treatment, he's throwing hooks like, like I could only dream of throwing, you know. Tim looked at me and he was like, in awe. He's like, it's, it's pretty incredible, you know. So that's what pulled me through, you know. That's what pulled Daddy through, through all that and, and our family. Well, you know, I think that it, it works both ways too because uh, the camaraderie is you got to give, sometimes you take. When you're doing something for somebody, there's a certain energy that goes along with that. You feel like it's your purpose. You, know, you feel like that's the reason you're here. And when things happen after that, I don't know how many months later, he was gunned down. And so here we are nurturing this young man through cancer. And then this 13-year-old uh, boy would, would take his life. And, you know, that's echoed so many times more now, more than ever. You see it, you hear it with the school shootings and what's going on in our environment. And this existence of, of this kind of, of evil, as we talked last week, is not mm -hmm. going to go away. The only thing I know that can conquer evil is love. And there's such a, a dialogue going on right now, especially with the martial arts community. And what you see in the martial arts is all violence. It's all very extremely violent. And it's not really what the heart of the martial arts is. It's not what the martial arts was ever supposed to be. It's supposed to be about being there for each other and making a stronger village. And I think that's what we've done. 15 years of the breakathon, all these kids showing up. By the way, raising over $200,000 for local charities. After all that, trust me, there was never a day that I didn't think about him or you and you likewise to me and my family. And we each kept saying we got each other's back and we do. This, this whole thing we're doing here with Attack Life, Not Others, is mm -hmm. not just to blow air out of our lungs or listen to myself talk or Steve. It has a purpose. And as I said last week, you know, we are attacked. It's your response and your emotions and how you handle yourself. How do you deal with the, the emotions as you go through life? How do you pick yourself up and still find yourself capable of being in the arena, so to speak, living life and taking care of your daughter? It's hard. It's hard sometimes, you know, but I, you have to kind of remain focused and uh, you actually have to remain focused. There's no other choice but to do it. You know, my daughter, I mean, she was actually there when, when it happened. She was one of the kids there, and and uh, she was like 12 years old. And uh, we worked through it all. She still trained a little bit, still in the martial arts. Got her through high school, through college, and she worked very hard. She worked very hard. And, uh, you know, just remained focused. And now she's also with the state state police she's in communications and she wants to be and she's she's working her way yeah she's working her way into a trooper spot but she's worked very hard i'm very proud of her you know i mean she's uh 
she now is in actually bodybuilding, you know, mm-hmm. and one of the cool things, uh, she's actually doing a show in Allentown here the Saturday of Memorial Weekend. And then she also says to me, she says, there's a show that I was invited to in June. And she says, I have to do this show. And I said, you do? She says, yeah, because it's June 22nd, Eddie's birthday, June 22nd. Okay. So it's like a- It's powerful. It was, it's powerful. It was meant to be, you know, when she's up on that stage, I mean, we cheer her on. It's, it's- it's great. It's yeah. it's a lot of fun. It's a it's over the top fun. Even if you know she always places, but even if she wouldn't place in the event, it's just over the top fun. You know, yeah. and uh, again, you know, it's it's remaining focused, working hard towards your goals, and that's what I see a lot of people don't do now. You know that they that they try to take an easy way out. Again, you know, you have to remain focused. I also see a method. You have a maintenance program. You lift, you work out. If there is days of anger, you have a place to put it. You burn it off. You don't hoard it. You don't hold on to it. And you definitely don't throw that ball of negativity at somebody else. Um, You've never done that in all the years. And I remember one of the things, one of the outstanding things, was at the end of the breakathon, I would line up four or five boards for you to take out that anger. That was meant to be. Every year... Every year I'd add a board. I think we started with one, two, three, four, and eventually at the end of 15 years, we had the 15 boards scattered all over the place. And you came through that thing. You could have knocked down a building with that elbow. What that represented was getting rid of it, man. Get rid of the rage. Get rid of the rage, you know? Don't pass that rage on. And that, my brother, a, a secret that people don't realize about doing that final break, very few of us realize the truth behind it. I did off and on martial arts from when I was my military days, but I never, ever did any breaking. Never. And it was about the third breakathon. And Tim came to me. He says, You know what? He says, Eddie, he says, Come with me. He says, You're going you're gonna to do the final break. And I said, oh, I never did any breaks. He says, Well, you're going to now. <laughs> and uh, we went in the back room at Swain mm-hmm. and, uh, the guys held up a board, and, and I said, well, what should I throw it with? He said, you know how to throw elbows, and I'll throw, throw it with an elbow. So I cracked it. Just one shot and one board. Every year, Tim would add a board until we got up to five boards. The thing about it, that was not me every year. I, the, that was the only break that I ever did every year. I never practiced for a break. I never broke anything else, maybe a knuckle or something, you know, training, but I never practiced for that break. So the point is, it was not me doing that break. It was my body, but it was Eddie's spirit. And I truly, truly believe that my son actually did those breaks every year. I mean, how am I going to go through five boards at once? I don't know. You did it, and you, you know, could have gone through six or seven. And it was like every year, that's what we did. You know, it was like, okay, time again. You know, here you go, Eddie. We're stacking them up, and Tim and the guys that hold them stacked up behind, and five at once crack right through. And and afterwards, I'd feel really, truly that it was my son doing it. Yeah, and know? I think at the end, too, when you did go through the board, there was a sense of relief 
Mm-hmm. Almost like you took, you just felt like, wow, here it is, another year, you know? It was. It was, yeah. honestly. That's yeah. exactly the way I felt, you know, and that's the way all of us, all of us felt. That's a classic picture right there. That is. Gonna, that's, 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 that's gonna For those of you listening, it's posted on the show notes for this episode. It's on hooverkarate.com for this episode. I mean, that's, yeah, that, that's about 15, 18 years ago, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, I even yeah, still had some hair right there. there, I could see, you know. I, just, just so everybody understands here. And when I met Big Ed, his wife, Joanne, used to bring Eddie up in the beginning. And I finally met Big Ed. He basically grunted. You know, he was like, hey, how are you? And he goes, okay. He says, can I use your weight room downstairs? That was all the conversation we really had. <laughs> and you, you really didn't say a lot. You were very, actually, very intimidating looking. You worked for Greaterford at the time. You were a guard of Greaterford. And, and you always Which is had- a major prison for those that don't <laughs> yeah. know in the Pennsylvania area. In the Pennsylvania area. But you just, you looked at him and you go, okay, sure, you can use my, you can use my <laughs> weight room anytime you want. But so this is a guy that you just didn't, um, he didn't friend up real easy. I mean, that's probably the best way to kind of define that. But yet he had a love for his kids and he had a love for his wife and a love for the martial arts. And he he really uh, respected the way we trained hard up at the school. And then all this happens. We immediately appreciated all the things that we knew we needed to do. We kind of didn't really think about it a lot. We just knew we, we, we had a job to do. And I remember when Eddie had cancer, I snuck up to the trailer one day. It was raining like it's raining outside right now. And I, I had an old katana sword that I had. And I, I slipped it inside his trailer that he wouldn't even know I was there. He didn't even know he was in the, in the trailer, but he didn't know that I was there. Anyway, enclosed inside this package was this katana sword. And it said, fight the enemy within. And that's when he had cancer. We, and, we still have it. We have it hanging on a wall. I have it hanging on my wall. You do. And yes, I, I do. I know that that is what then we did. Exactly. That's exactly the enemy within. Yep. So, all of you listening that think you have it bad or think something really went wrong and that you want to blame that badness and you want to turn that on somebody else, just look at what this man and the family of the karate school and his family went through to recover. We chose the positive end, we chose love conquers hate, and you have a strong faith. And what is that tattoo you put on your bicep? What does it say? Chapter 8, verse 17. Yes. That, that means when we pass on, we'll be uh, reunited yeah. with our loved ones. Yeah. And that's what that's what that is. That's the one right here. Yeah. I remember when you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got it actually on, on Holy Thursday. Yeah. And, and so yeah. that's what it's all about. Yeah. You, and when we talk about faith, family, and friends, you are all of that wrapped up in one. And I, I just, you know, I just appreciate mm-hmm. you coming on. It's not an easy subject to talk about for no, any of us. No, it's, it's, I struggle with it and I know you do. It, it's, it's tough, but I, I know you guys have my back, you know, and I have your back. I mean, we, this is a, this is a group that we could call each other at any time, day or night, three in the morning. And, uh, we'll be there. We'll be there for each other. And, and there's very few people, you know, a lot of people say that, you know, but there's very few in your life that will actually do it. And we've uh, proved it. We proved it to each other. We did. And I know this guy here hasn't said much um, doing the whole 15, 20 minutes of this podcast. Steven. There's nothing more I could add. I just, uh, I mean, you were, it, it, if I start talking, I'm going to get emotional. I mean, you just summed it up. I don't know. You're, you're an inspiration, Eddie. To me, to others, you are the sum total of what we try to be with this podcast. And then uh, Tim, you mentioned last week that attack life, not others is the name of the show. 
but that whole message mission movement, if you will, a lot of it was born. It was out of what occurred with Eddie Jr. It, it, you know, and it was attack life, not others. Yeah. Cause you could easily turn to the dark side, easily let your life go down the tube and get negative. Oh yeah. I mean, and you talked about Nikki being directly aside of him when he was shot, you know? So what did she choose? Did she shoot jugs? Did she go off the deep end? Did she? No, she's going to be a trooper. Yeah. And she's been working with the state. Come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you got to look yeah. at that. you got to look at your, your she, family and how you responded uh, to all this. She's pretty incredible, actually, because she'll, she'll get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, take care of her rescue dogs, go to the gym, do her cardio in the morning, go to the barracks, work in communications there at the barracks all day, and on the way home, she'll stop at the gym again and do her weight work, go home, take care of her dogs, and do whatever else she's got to do, her other responsibilities, the next morning, get up and do it all over again. Yeah. You know, so actually, my daughter, she's my hero. She's your inspiration. She's my inspiration. You know, she, you know, we leaned on each other during all this, but now sometimes I, uh, I lean on her, you know. It's funny because sometimes the uh, the teacher becomes the pupil, mm. and that's very true. It is, and in, in, in a lot of a lot of things in life, the, the teacher becomes the pupil. It's like the circle of life, you know, and that's just the way it is. And I'm I'm I feel I feel that I'm I'm blessed, you know, to have a daughter like her, to have a brother like Tim Hoover here, and, and you, Steve. You know, it's. I, I consider myself that we're blessed. We are. We are. We are, you know, and I think about it too, and I'll end it with this. You know, we always talk about, you know, how, um, you know, law enforcement is tight or how the military, or how the SEALs are tight. Anybody, anybody in any village with a stranger, you know, or, or somebody that is just anywhere that needs help, doesn't mean you have to be part of law enforcement mm -hmm. or part of a, a martial arts school. It's, mm -hmm. it's just doing the right thing, you know, and exactly. being out there and realizing this guy's hurting. This is a bad situation, and the only way we can make it right is to do right, not wrong. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I agree. Uh, I agree a thousand percent. And Steve, I know you didn't say a lot, but uh, at least thank you for letting Ed and I toss the ball back and yeah, forth. Man, so, Ed, thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to HooverKarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. 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 Steve Mittman social media.com.